Theater of Heels, Chapter 5, Exit Interview Erica opened the door and paused just inside its frame. Inside, four of her professors and the dean waited for her behind two tables. Dean Golden Gladiator sat in the center on a reinforced chair that supported his 10-foot metallic frame. He didn't look up as he sharpened his immense sword. On the dean's left was Cyber Gauntlet, a professor of advanced scientific theory and application. He seemed oblivious of her arrival as he ran a diagnostic on his right arm with his other mechanical appendage. Beside Cyber Gauntlet was Madame Migraine, professor of psionic defense and telepathic subterfuge. Her eyes glowed with an eerie light as she hovered in a lotus position, apparently meditating. Directly on the dean's right was the hooded Shadowrunner, professor of criminal intimidation tactics, advanced martial arts, and dining etiquette. Stretched and yawned. Beside the cloak professor floated Autumn Lightning, adjunct professor of gym. The young professor did not acknowledge her entry either, as he texted on his phone. The dean looked up from his sword, and Erica felt as if the weight of his stare had mass of its own. Candidate Erica Joy Belfry, he boomed. Are you ready to begin? Erica's mouth went dry. I am, she squeaked. Very well, the dean stabbed his sword down into one of the tables. Have a seat, and let's begin. He picked up a clipboard, dwarfed by his massive hands, and slipped on a pair of reading glasses inside his helmet and began to read. This interview will be conducted to evaluate Kirby League Sidekick Academy candidate Erica Belfry to determine if it is appropriate to grant her full superhero status. In accordance to our testing protocols, the candidate must be evaluated by a panel of fully licensed superheroes. The candidate's past and present performances, as well as her moral, mental, genetic, and physical capabilities, are subject to scrutiny within this hearing. Does the candidate have any questions? Erica couldn't believe it. Today was the day she stood on a precipice of a whole new life. Golden Gladiator looked up from his clipboard and addressed her with his penetrating stare. Well? He demanded. Um, no, sir. Professor Cyber Goblin gave her an encouraging smile. Dean Golden Gladiator scowled at her. You assure us that you are indeed sidekick candidate Erica Joy Belfry, and not a clone, shapeshifter, robotic replica, magical construct, dimensional temporal representative, or any other imposter not before mentioned. She stared at him. I believe I am. Correct. Erica met Madame Migraine's gaze. The professor of telepathic subterfuge gave her a disconcerting smile. Erica looked away quickly. Golden Gladiator read on. Ms. Belfry, the accuracy of your responses will be evaluated in real time by the panel's required telepath. Professor Madame Migraine will serve in this capacity for the duration of this interview. I, Dean Golden Gladiator, Order of Heroes 1984, will serve as the panel's administrator. Once the panel has made its decision, their judgment is final. Miss Belfry, do you understand the terms of this interview? Erica nodded as her eyes flitted between the professors. 
Dean looked over his notes. Very well. Let us begin. Miss Belfry. Erica interrupted. You could call me Erica, sir. He looked up at her sharply. Or not, she wilted. Ms. Belfry, what are your superpowers? Um, well, I can control my robots and make them do whatever I want. I can also refit them pretty quickly for any task at hand. She smiled at them. I see, said the dean as he looked over his notes. And these robots that you control, do you control them with some sort of technokinesis? Her smile faded. Um, no? Do you control them via electromagnetic manipulation? She shook her head again. No, sir. Do you have a cybernetic implant that allows you to access their internal processors remotely? No, sir. Golden Gladiator put down his notes and stared at her over interlocked fingers. Then, how, pray tell, do you control these robots of yours? She held up her gauntlet on her left hand. I made this gauntlet to interface with my robots from a distance. The dean looked at her without blinking. So, what you mean to tell us is that you do not actually have any powers. Erica's face warmed. No, sir. Golden Gladiator made a notation on his clipboard with a tiny pen in his hand. The candidate, Ms. Belfry, does not have any powers. Autumn Lightning looked up at his notes for the first time. Wait a minute. What do you mean she doesn't have powers? Erica's eyes bulged. Oh no, I knew this would come up. She caught her train of thought and tried to rear back on the brake. Erica, calm down. Stay cool. No one has to know you're panicking if you just keep your composure. Wait a minute. What about the telepath? She looked at the far end of the panel and her wide eyes caught Madame Migraine's gaze. The professor of telepathic subterfuge smirked at her and made a note on her clipboard. The heat rose in Erica's face. Autumn Lightning, unaware of her mental plight, continued to rifle through his notes and read snippets aloud. She performed below average on her hand-to-hand combatant course. She doesn't have any particular weapon proficiency. Her accuracy was only above average on the range. Her overall athletic score is below average. And not below Psychic Academy average, but below standard populace average. Autumn Lightning paused as he looked her up and down. That makes sense. She's a bit on the chunky side. Hmm. Erica's eyes bulged. Was he really fat shaming her during her exit interview? She could feel her face heat up again and she stared down at her hands, unsure how to respond. Her surprise wasn't isolated. Golden Gladiator scowled at the younger professor, while Cyber Gauntlet was more vocal. I beg your pardon? Adam Migray made another note on her clipboard. Oblivious to his peers' reactions, Autumn Lightning continued reading. She excels in mechanical, electrical, aeronautical, and robotic engineering. He looked up at her, annoyed. Oh God, don't tell me you're another gadgeteer. Is that your classification? Are you a gadgeteer? Erica stared at him, willing herself not to tremble. Her mouth went dry, but she refused to swallow. She answered him and barely whispered, Yes. 
What? His voice resonated in the room. I can't understand your mumbling. Are you a gadgeteer or not? Cyber Gauntlet rose with a series of mechanical whirs and faced Autumn Lightning. Do you have a problem with gadgeteers? Autumn Lightning looked down at his robotic colleague from where he hovered. Not especially, but let's face facts. Gadgeteers are a dime a dozen. We have who knows how many that pass through this school that don't amount to anything special. Those who do make it are only cannon fodder. Not everyone can skate through this pristine institution relying on their innate powers, countered Cyber Gauntlet. Erica stared at Cyber Gauntlet. The warmth she felt for her professor of advanced scientific theory and application melted the icy fear Autumn Lightning had stabbed her with. Sparks of energy burst from Autumn Lightning's fingertip as he jabbed the cyborg professor's armored chest. Do you have a problem with those with a meta status? Not at all. I have a problem with anyone who wears their ignorance like a cloak of pride, snarled Cyber Gauntlet. Autumn Lightning snapped. Listen, if you want to snap... Enough! Boomed Golden Gladiator. The panelists will act in the decorum that befits their station. Is that understood? Now sit down! Cyber Gauntlet and Autumn Lightning glared at each other as they did as they were told. Now, Miss Belfry, however rudely it was addressed to you, adjunct Professor Autumn Lightning. He turned his piercing stare on the young professor, who had the good sense to look abashed. I asked you a question. What is your classification? I'm a gadgeteer, sir, she said weakly. And that is a fine classification. Professor Cybergauntlet smiled encouragingly. After all, how many other 17-year-olds have earned three doctorates? Erica shook her head, offering him a small smile of her own. None that I know of. That's not true, said Autumn Lightning. There was that robot that came through last year. It was only three and it had over a dozen doctorates and he could pick up a car. Erica stared, again with the car thing. Yes, but he was pre-programmed with most of that knowledge, countered Cyber Gauntlet. And that clone of Einstein, Hawking, and a gazelle? Man, he had the best layup on the basketball court. And that five-year-old telepath? Little dude was creepy, but he sure could play a hell of a game of dodgeball with his telekinesis. We are here to interview Ms. Belfry, said Cyber Gauntlet. What do these other students have to do with her evaluation? Autumn Lightning's tone was pure acid. My point is that just because she's smart doesn't make her special. Erica inhaled sharply. There it was. No matter what she accomplished, it wouldn't be enough to impress these people and make them accept her. As Autumn Lightning's words echoed in her head, silence stretched in the room, only punctuated by pens scratching paper. Professor Cybergauntlet tried to catch her eye, but she couldn't bring herself to look at him. Ms. Belfry, Shadowhunter said in a hushed voice that somehow filled the room. Could you please tell us your strengths? She gave the hooded professor a strained smile. I guess I have to say my biggest strength is flying, noting 
that has already been established that you do not have any innate powers, said Shadowhunter. How do you master the air? I fly my aircraft, I built it myself. Oh brother, Autumn Lightning sighed. Shadowhunter snapped, Autumn Lightning, will you please refer to page 8 of your dossier? Autumn Lightning looked at through his papers, grumbling to himself. Moments later, his eyes widened. A letter of recommendation from Skydive? He wasn't the only one who was surprised. Erica's hands went to her mouth. Professor Skydive wrote a letter of recommendation for me? Shadowhunter nodded. Your professor of aerial maneuvers and tactics wrote an exemplary letter for you. In truth, it's not something the professor has done before for anyone else. Really? Yes, he stated that you were a masterful aerialist. You should be proud. Erica beamed. I am. Golden Gladiator intruded on her momentary euphoria. Let us proceed. Before anyone else could ask another question, there was an enormous crash as a huge winged beast burst through the window. Erica screamed as the monster flew between the professor and herself. It had bullhorns protruding from its head and its skin was the color of wet blood as enormous bat-like wings flapped on its back. Holding a spear aloft, the creature snarled at the room. The professor's battle-hardened reflexes kicked in as they rose to meet the enemy as one. Erica couldn't believe her eyes. For the second time that day, she had a front row seat to an actual superhero battle. A huge grin spread across her face. This is so awesome! Thank you for listening to this episode of Theater Appeals. I hope you enjoyed my tale of heroes and villains. If you like this story, perhaps you might like other tales created by me, Christopher Chansey. My other podcast, The Skies Embrace, is an epic fantasy that follows the exploits of the crew of the skyship The Maiden's Arrow as they navigate the perils of the clouds. I also have another podcast titled Stories by the Fire. It's an eclectic range of short stories and longer epics told in a darker ambiance. All these tales and more are available on my website, ChristopherChancy.com, and my YouTube channel. Theater of Heels and my other novels are also available on Amazon.com and other fine book retailers. If you'd like to support my work, please consider joining my Patreon family at patreon.com slash ChristopherChancy. There you get exclusive insights and sneak peeks into my work, projects, artwork, and novels, as well as get access to exclusive merch. As always, thank you for stopping by and listening. May your journey always be a heroic one. Farewell.